Hey, lovely people. Welcome to this week's podcast episode. This week, I am going to be chatting around all things cesarean birth. And I think this is often a really neglected topic and often mums who are having a planned cesarean or maybe have an emergency cesarean feel like they don't have any options or choices and that everything just goes out the window. But this absolutely doesn't have to be the case. Even with a cesarean birth, it can still be a really positive experience. And I really believe that all women should have the opportunity to have a positive birth. And for some babies and some mums, a cesarean is going to be the safest option for them. And so I'm going to talk through in this episode some of your options with a cesarean birth, maybe some of your preferences, some things you might want to consider and ways that we can help to create a more positive experience with a cesarean birth. So my first tip is to really look at your mindset. If you've chatted with your care provider and you've researched your options and you've asked all the questions and weighed everything up and you've come to the point where you think, yep, a cesarean is the best option for us. This is the best birth path for us to take and this is what we need to do. Then switching our mindset into almost embracing that and um, looking at what we can control in the scenario rather than what we can't is a really good idea. So sometimes using affirmations can be a great idea. Ones like this is the birth my baby needs or this is the birth my body needs. I find those two really helpful with clients just to help that reframe into going, this is the best path for us. And this is not about sort of just going with the flow and going with interventions and cesareans for no reason. I'm talking about Women and partners who've really asked the questions, they've really asked about all their options, they have explored all the possible avenues and they've come to the decision that a cesarean is the best option. And I don't want us to have a 0% cesarean rate in Australia. You know, we, we need them sometimes. And I also don't want people to feel like everything has gone out the window if they do need a cesarean birth. So that affirmation can be a really good idea. And then also having discussions with your care providers around understanding the process, um, what will happen, how long will it take, when will you get to the hospital, um, what will the recovery be like, how long will you stay afterwards, will your partner be able to stay with you, all of those questions are really good to ask so that you've got a really clear idea going into it of what to expect and that can also help to put your mind at ease. That's kind of another perspective of that knowledge is power with a cesarean birth. Um, we want to know what to expect and, and the lay of the land a little bit. You might also like to read positive cesarean birth stories because that can be a great way. I mean, positive birth stories, I think, are great for everyone. Um, but just helping you to really feel confident in that decision and really understand what techniques you can still use and how we can still make it a great experience. On my website, I have some birth stories on there from hypnobirthing mums and how they've used the techniques during their cesarean birth as well. So that's always something that you can check out uh, if you would like to help build that positive mindset. And just don't be afraid to ask questions. You can go into your appointments with a list of questions so that you have that good understanding um, and confidence in knowing what's going to happen, how long each step of the process is going to take. Uh, and then also it's good to discuss with them some of your options and choices, which we'll also get into in a minute. 
As part of your mindset preparation, I think it's also really good to do a releasing fears exercise, and that might be a journaling exercise. It might be a guided meditation or a self-hypnosis MP3. There's lots of different options. There's a number of different options that you can use for releasing fears in my online hypnobirthing with Hannah course. And that's a great idea with a cesarean birth because it's really normal to be disappointed. And it's normal to think, okay, this is not what we were working towards. This is not what we've been preparing for. And so just taking that opportunity to really let go of any of those fears or any of those disappointments or any of those lingering kind of negative thoughts so that then we can shift to really focusing on how can we have the best birth possible with the circumstances that we've got? How can we make this as positive experience as possible? It's also a great idea with a cesarean birth to think about some of your options and your preferences and to discuss this with your midwife or your doctor. So things like, would you like to have skin to skin after your baby's born? Um, We can do skin to skin after cesarean births. And from my perspective as a midwife and a lactation consultant, it's so important. We know that cesareans can sometimes have a negative impact on breastfeeding. So as care providers, why wouldn't we suggest things and do things that are going to help get those hormonal pathways back on track? And so for a lot of clients that I work with, they do really want to have skin to skin after their baby's born via cesarean. And in most circumstances, if baby is born well and healthy and they're not needing any respiratory support or medical support or anything like that, then um, we should be able to have that skin to skin with them. And the World Health Organization recommends that we have skin to skin for at least 60 minutes for all babies, including those that are born via cesarean. So uh, that's an option that you might have that you might want to look into. Also delayed cord clamping as well can be an option with a cesarean birth. So you can chat to your care provider about that. There's some other options that you have as well. um, And that's something that you can chat to your care provider about or in the hypnobirthing course, I also chat about that too. Really important though, to discuss those preferences with your care provider early, um, ideally not on the day so that they're aware of your wishes. I think it can still be helpful to write a birth plan for a cesarean birth. And in the template that I have in the online resources with my course, it has a section around cesarean births. And if you do have a cesarean, what are some of those options and some of those choices that you might want to consider? Now, for those of you that see different care providers and you don't know who your doctor or midwife will be on the day for your cesarean, it's still worth discussing with them and getting them to file that birth plan in your notes so that it's then good to go for the day of your cesarean. And then also on the day, have a printed copy. And when you meet your midwife that will be with you for your cesarean, then have a chat with them and just uh, let them know what your preferences are and what you would like to do. Um, And that's, that's really important. Then moving into using techniques. So with a cesarean birth, Yes, it is, of course, different to a vaginal birth, but it can still be quite intense, the sensations. Usually women will have a spinal anesthetic, so similar to an epidural, but that will provide a numbness or an altered sensation from the waist downwards. And that usually provides really good pain relief for a cesarean. It means that mums can still be awake, so they can have that skin to skin and they can see their baby being born and all of those beautiful things. But what that sometimes means is that people can feel a little bit nauseous or a bit lightheaded because of some of the medications that are used in the spinal or some of the other medications that are given. And often what clients will tell me is that they found the pushing kind of sensations, as in the um, doctors pushing on their belly or um, the, the movements, those kind of pressure feelings in their belly to be quite uncomfortable and quite intense and often more intense than they actually thought. 
So this is where having techniques to use is brilliant. So I would still highly recommend doing some kind of independent childbirth education, even if you're having a cesarean birth, because you still will really benefit from having techniques to help keep you calm and relaxed. So things like um, breathing techniques, visualizing that moment where you meet your baby, using different affirmations that you can repeat to yourself in your mind, playing music through headphones or playing your affirmations through headphones or your partner just encouraging you and talking you through the breathing Partners can also do some of the massage techniques on your neck and your shoulders. So with a cesarean birth, you are laying quite flat, but as a partner, you are usually sitting right near her, right up near her head. And so that means that although she's got that numbness from the waist downwards or actually often a little bit higher, um, just sort of at at the um, chest area downwards, then you can still do that Um, soft touch massage, the firmer massage on her shoulders, even just staying close and encouraging her to keep breathing and letting her know that you're really close to meeting your baby. That can all be really helpful. And also partners checking in on their sort of fears and anxieties and anything that they're worried about, talking to your midwife or doctor about that so that they can stay calm as well. Also think about things like whether you want to have pictures taken. Often as a partner, you can snap some pictures or there's often a spare pair of hands, whether that's the midwife or one of the theater nurses who would be able to capture some photos for you if you like. So just let them know if that's something you would like to do. Um, I've also had clients who've had a birth photographer that was able to be in the theater as well, and they've got some amazing images. So if you do have a birth photographer booked and you then need a cesarean birth, then discuss with your care providers the option of them coming into the theater as well, because um, for a lot of people, then it means that they can have those moments captured and they can still have some of those things that were really important to them with their experience. One of, I guess, the silver linings of a cesarean, and I don't, I don't at all want to make it seem like a cesarean is the easy option or, or anything like that. But I guess one of the small blessings in a cesarean birth is that you are minutes away from meeting your baby. So often from when the cesarean starts, when they make the first incision to when a baby's born is usually somewhere under 15 minutes and actually quite often under 10 minutes. And so you're so close at that point to meeting your baby, especially if you've been in labor for a long time, just having that focus that way. We are at the end. We're at that point. We've been working towards our babies almost here. We're about to meet them. Just having that kind of narrative running through your mind can help you, I think, in that last little period and just getting through and working with some of those sensations that might be quite uncomfortable, like the pressure on your abdomen um, and what you're feeling. And I think even mentally, for a lot of people, we know that the spinal anesthetic is effective, but you still know what they're doing there, right? And so for some people, that can just be challenging. And that's where the hypnobirthing can be amazing because it gives you something else to focus on and it can really, really help your mindset. And I've had mums who've said things to me like, I was terrified of a cesarean and I just thought there's no way I'll be able to be calm. But then in the moment, I was so calm and I was really focused and I knew it was the best decision. I knew that we had tools that we could still use to help me stay calm. I knew what our options were. I knew that we could have skin to skin. We could still have that bonding with our baby. We could still have that experience and capturing those photos as a family and all of those kind of things. And that just makes me so happy because I think for so many people, they do feel like a cesarean birth, like their body has failed or that it's become a surgical birth and everything is just out the window, whereas it absolutely doesn't have to be the case. And I think we're coming a long way with cesareans in really respecting that they are a birth. They are a cesarean birth. They're a birth of a baby. They're not just 
a surgical procedure and and really understanding that balance and, and acknowledging a family's experience and a mum's experience of that and how important that is um, is huge as well. Something that I often recommend to clients if they have a cesarean is to take videos. Now, not necessarily of the cesarean. Most care providers uh, will have a policy that they don't want any medical procedures filmed. Um, But what I'm talking about is after your baby's born, when you're having skin to skin, maybe take some videos or maybe when you're in the recovery unit, take some videos. And this is something that anybody can do, but sometimes with a cesarean, people do feel a little bit like they've been hit by a truck afterwards with all the the medications and sometimes people feel very shaky and there can be a lot going on. I think videos are such a wonderful memory that people can then look back on. And if you do feel a little bit out of it or you feel like you're um, yeah, you didn't, you couldn't kind of take in everything from that moment, then having those videos to look back on can be really nice as well. And again, that's something where your midwife might be able to help you with that. If you're wanting to take videos, just have a chat with them about that. And they'll talk about how, um, they can, they can make that work and how they can capture as many memories for you guys as possible. Another option to mention is that if you can't have skin to skin with your baby, so let's just say you are feeling unwell, Unfortunately, for some mums with a cesarean, they will be vomiting. They'll feel really nauseous. And you might just think, I just can't have them skin to skin on my chest. Or some women get very, very shaky from the medications that are used. Another option is for partners to do skin to skin as well. We know that so many of those benefits of skin to skin around helping to keep babies warm, helping them to pick up the um, skin microbiome that is on your skin and getting that onto their skin. Uh, regulating their breathing and their heart rate. A lot of those benefits we know can happen with skin to skin with dads and partners as well. So that's also something to keep in mind that if you are having a cesarean and you really want skin to skin and you're just feeling too unwell at the time, then it's a good idea to chat beforehand with your partner about them doing skin to skin and if they'd be comfortable with that, um, because it is something that is is has so many benefits. And even if we look at skin to skin and the benefits for dads is pretty amazing about how their brain changes and how it helps them to release different bonding hormones and oxytocin. And it's pretty, it's pretty cool anyway. So um, that's also another option with cesareans. You also have the option of having the drapes lowered as your baby is being born. So what this means is that you might sort of expect with the cesarean or maybe you've seen pictures where the mums are laying flat on the operating table and they've got that big it's usually blue sort of screen up um, just about that chest level and then the obstetricians are on the other side doing the cesarean birth so this means that as a mum and a partner you don't see any incisions or, or anything like that now what an option is is that just as baby is being lifted up so just as they're emerging then we can lower the drapes so you can actually see them being born and this is an option it's like any of your preferences you don't have to do it it's quite standard so I think a lot of hospitals will do it as a standard thing and it's something where a lot of women that I've worked with have found it really helpful um, to see their baby being born and to be you know one of the first people to see their baby because you know it is your baby that you've grown for all of these months where I commonly hear people are a bit apprehensive is that they're worried about what else they might see and they're worried about seeing their insides or seeing um, the cesarean incision and things like that so what I just want to just chat about is that the incision is quite small and it really only has space for a baby to fit out so as your baby is emerging their whole little body is really taking up that whole space so you can't really see anything internally 
Um, realistically, yes, there will probably be a little bit of blood. But at that point, when you see your baby, I can almost guarantee that you're going to be looking at them. You're not going to be looking at any of that other stuff. And the same for your partner as well. And so we usually lift baby up and then we bring the drapes back up again. So it's not a long time. Um, it's something where I think a lot of people can get a little squeamish about it. But for most people, it actually is a really positive experience and something that really, really can help. But as with all your options, it is absolutely an option. It's not something that you have to do, but it's probably something you want to consider before and maybe even talk to your birth partner about before. If you're wanting to lower the drapes, but you're not quite sure, you're a little bit apprehensive, chat with your midwife or doctor about you know, how much you might see or how much you want to see. And we can often just tailor that a little bit to, to what you would like. And with all of these options that I've gone through, don't hesitate to ask for what you want. Um, if you don't ask the question, you don't know if it's something that they're able to do. And I would just encourage you to re- to remember that um, you may not be offered all of these options. So at some hospitals, you may not be offered skin to skin. Your baby might be bundled up and then passed to your birth partner. Uh, you may, be, may not be offered to have the drapes lowered or delayed cord clamping or some of those things. So really taking an active role being in the driver's seat. So exactly like we recommend with any kind of birth, taking charge of your experience, taking charge of those decisions and really reiterating to your care providers what you would and wouldn't like and what's important for you and what kind of preferences are are important. That is just as important, uh, just as important with a cesarean birth as it is with a vaginal birth. And then lastly, something that I would like to mention and chat about is around baby staying with you at all times. So, with a cesarean birth, at some hospitals, baby will be taken to a special care nursery, almost for what we call babysitting. They're not needing any clinical care there, but the protocol in the hospital is that the babies go to the nursery while you're in recovery, and then when you're back on the postnatal ward, then your baby will be brought back to you. And I hear this story a lot from women where they have their baby, they maybe have a little bit of skin to skin, and then their baby goes off. And they're in the nursery and, and the mums are just in recovery without their baby. And it's it's a real shame. And I think yeah, this is different to a baby that actually needs medical support. You know, if a baby needs to go to a NICU or a special care nursery, then that's different. And, and, you know, that's perfectly valid if they actually need that support, maybe with their breathing or with their temperature management or if they're premature or something like that. But there is a lot of separation of mums and babies that we see. And we know that skin to skin is really important and having that unrestricted access to the breast and not interrupting that first breastfeed. All of those things are super important. I've chatted about that in in previous episodes. So with this cesarean birth, something you might want to put in your birth plan is no separation of mum and baby unless it's medically indicated. Uh, And that's something where you might need to chat to your hospital about that because by taking the baby to the nursery, it does free up that midwife to go back to the delivery suite or back to the birthing unit to then care for somebody else. And hospitals are busy places. And so I can see why they're trying to manage their staff. But I also think that this is your birth and your baby and, you know, it's your experience. And so if you want your baby to stay with you, um, then they should be able to do that if they are well and if they are healthy. Now, if your baby does need to go to the nursery or the NICU for a medical reason, you might want to think about whether you'd like your birth partner to go with them or whether you'd like them to stay with you. And this is absolutely your decision. I think as a midwife, it can be really great for partners to 
go to the nursery or the NICU with baby. It means that they can advocate um, if the nurses ask something like, is mum planning on breastfeeding or bottle feeding? Partners will be able to answer that question. It may also mean that if baby is going to the nursery for monitoring um, and they need to have some little monitors attached to check their oxygen levels or their heart rate levels or things like that, as a partner, you might actually be able to do skin to skin in that time. Potentially not. We can't always guarantee that that's going to be a possibility because sometimes babies need a bit more medical support. But having that skin to skin in that time is super important. And that's something often that partners can do in the NICU or in the special care nursery or depending on um, baby's health. So that's also something to consider and something that I just really want to mention because I think that women should have the choice to have their baby stay with them if they're healthy and their baby's healthy. And I hear far too many stories for women where they're sitting in recovery for an hour or two and their baby's not with them, which is a real shame. And there's a lot of good research for keeping mums and babies together. There's a lot of organisations and the World Health Organisation and places like that that really encourage um, not separating mums and babies for any reason and that rooming in 24-7. So I hope that's given you some different tips and pointers on having a more positive experience of a cesarean birth. It does not mean everything has to go out the window. I think it's still really important to prepare for your cesarean birth to help make it a more positive experience. You do still have options. You do still have choices and it can still be a great experience and it it should be because it's the birth of your baby. In my online hypnobirthing with Hannah course, I have a module on cesarean births and some cesarean birth resources, including affirmations and different things that you can use for your birth. We can also tailor a lot of the, the general hypnobirthing techniques to being able to be used with a cesarean birth as well. So if you're wanting to prepare for your cesarean birth, then the course is a great option. And it's also a great option for those of you who maybe are on the fence with whether you will have a vaginal birth or have a cesarean, or maybe you've got some certain complications in pregnancy that make a cesarean more likely. By doing the course, you'll not only get all of the techniques for working with a a physiological birth or with a natural birth or a vaginal birth, but also those techniques for a cesarean birth. So you can be really well equipped and really prepared. I'll pop the link to that in the show notes. Uh, It's a self-paced course, so you can work through it in your own time and you can start whenever you're ready. And yeah, all the best for your positive cesarean birth. It can be a really amazing experience. Remember to subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I would be ever so grateful if you could rate and review on your favorite podcast player. See you next week.